Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Well, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> New church calendar year. Advent not only is marking the time until Jesus comes at Christmas, but also opening up a church season that is marked by waiting, preparing, and hope. We have the great privilege of following the Christian calendar, the church calendar, which means we get to move move to the next year before all the other calendars. And this year we are ready to flip the calendar, aren't we? Let's get to that next year. Let's get to it. And anytime you move forward, whether in a year or in a job or you change location, whatever it may be, often when you move forward, you wonder if you have made the right move. Are you making the right move? You're often excited about moving forward, but there can be a hesitancy as well. You wonder if you will regret your decision. You remember what has already happened and where you come from, and yet you hope that the future or the, or the new location is as good as you might expect it to be. Some months ago, I heard an interesting story on Science Friday, the show on Friday afternoons on NPR. And the guest on the show, Dean Regis, told the story of a 1700s French astronomer, Guillaume Le Gentil. I had to look that up. That was hard to say. He made the journey from France to the Indian Ocean in order to see the transit of the planet Venus in 1761. So the transit of Venus is when the planet crosses in front of the sun. And during this event, Venus can be seen across the face of the sun. Now these are rare events. They only happen about every 105 years. And when it happens, it happens twice. They come in pairs, eight years apart. The last one was in 2004 and in 2012. And there will not be another until 2117. So if you missed it, you missed it, sorry. Well, this French astronomer traveled all the way to the Indian Ocean because the competition was mounting on which nation would observe the phenomenon first. However, the Seven Years' War broke out between England and France and the island off the coast of India would not let him land. And he couldn't set up any equipment or anything on the boat, and he missed it due to politics and war. And he decided, I'm going to stick around here in the Indian Ocean area for eight more years till the next transit instead of going all the way back home to France. So he stays another eight years for this event, and guess what happens? On the day of the event, the 4th of June, 1769, the sky became overcast, and he missed it again. He was clouded out. So 11 years after leaving France, he comes back home and finds himself declared legally dead. His family divided up his estate, and his wife remarried. 
That's a tragic story, isn't it? I'm sure he had some regrets. You know, so often we find ourselves in similar spots, perhaps not with the tragedy of the astronomer, but we certainly have our regrets, our difficulties, and our trepidation about the future. And in those moments of doubt and fear, we probably say to God, just as the prophet Isaiah said in our reading, the very first thing of the scriptures that was read, Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down. Is that not what we want and desire? Come, Jesus, and set this world straight. Come, Jesus, and cure me of my disease. Come, Jesus, and heal the brokenness in my family. And that is the cry of Advent. Come, Jesus, come. And yet, we wait. And the hardest part about waiting is waiting. We aren't very good at waiting, especially in our culture. We are programmed to view waiting as a nuisance, as, as problematic. In our world, waiting is an obstacle that we overcome so that we don't have to wait anymore. Nobody likes waiting. But God says something totally different. In our reading from Isaiah, the prophet says, From of old, no one has heard or perceived by the ear. No eye has seen a God besides you who acts for those who wait for him. So waiting is a good thing. But like a lot of things that are good, waiting is hard. We get off track. We sin. We chase after other things, whether political hopes or financial wealth or sensuality. We get tired of waiting and look to something else to satisfy us in our waiting. Again, from our Isaiah reading, the prophet writes, we sin because you hid yourself, we transgressed. Because God tarried, we move into error, into sin, into transgression. Now, the heart of sin is to do things our way. To say my way is a better way than God's way. It's pride. It's the root. And the first step in repentance is to confess that this way of thinking is wrong. And that's what is going on in Isaiah here. We have a confession of sin, as the prophet writes, we have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy cloth. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind take us away. And then we have a repentance. Repentance means to turn and go the other way. If the core aspect, the central power in sin is pride, to be self-focused, my way, not God's way. Then Isaiah gives us an example of true repentance when he writes, Yet, O Lord, you are our Father, we are the clay, and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. He is admitting that we are truly clay in the potter's hand. Because pride 
doesn't, pride doesn't want to be molded and shaped. Pride wants its own way. Yet here we find a yielding to the Spirit of God to be developed and molded and shaped by God, to be the work of his hands and not our own. And so, we wait. In this beautiful creation, in this crazy world, living in the tensions of our times, we wait for Jesus to come. We wait for him to tear open the heavens and come down. Pastor Rich Villados writes, the good news of Advent is not that we are faithful in our waiting. We often aren't, but that God is faithful in his coming. You see, if we truly believe in Jesus Christ, if we confess him as our Lord and our Savior, we believe what he said, and we believe what he said in our gospel reading from Mark today, that he will return. The day and the hour no one knows, but Jesus said, in your waiting, keep alert, keep awake. And with this hope, this hope in the advent of our Lord, the return of Christ Jesus, to set the world at rights, may our posture be one of humility and repentance, not one of pride and arrogance. May we share the good news of Jesus with the words and with deeds. Today's call as we begin to keep Advent is this. May we begin this penitential season with confession and repentance. We often attribute those two things, but Advent is penitential as well. And it's really difficult the way our culture lives during the time of Advent. <laughs> but confession and repentance. Lord, I'm not good at waiting. In fact, I'm really, really bad at it. Lord, help me in my weakness. And as we move through this new church year, we hope for the future, leaving the past behind. But in the present, our posture is to be molded in the hands of God, waiting for the potter to form us more and more into his image while we pray, come, Lord Jesus, come. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.